0: These are the tales, the freaky tales. These are the tales that I tell so well. You don't like my dirty raps? You can go to hell. with short
1: dogs on the mic telling cocktails. All right, week four of the college football season is upon us. This is the Never Going really Podcast, College Football Edition. Nick Schill here, uh, grumpy as usual, with uh, Sean Z, Farkey, and Memphis Matt. Guys, I hate recording on a Monday, but it's what we got to do. And Memphis Matt, you can touch on this because your wife's a nurse. My wife just worked three straight doubles, and all she wants to do is take a trip and a ride on the Pain Train Express. And I'm here with you guys. What would you do in my shoes? Would you be recording the podcast, or would you – be uh, satisfying your wife's wishes.
2: Well, I'll put it this way. We're actually doing your lovely wife a favor
3: because anytime she's not with your skanky ass, she's better off. I mean, dude, if she's got to see that weak-ass package, she's probably about to bomb.
0: I'm sure I usually would have made the wrong decision because I'm not married.
3: I'll tell you what, though. I will say this, and I, I, I... I got a feeling some of us connect with this. At my age, dude, I'm 37. It's uh, it's five minutes. I'm back on the couch. Period. You're ready to talk ball. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there, the old native. There ain't no more marathons anymore, player. <laughs>
2: old bourbon boy. <laughs> well, hey, I, I'm right, in guys. a cheery mood. We got some great listener emails. Um, oh, question: oh, Are yeah. we sure Willie was a really wasn't really a bad bad hire? Only winning record was at a school last year at Oregon, which is not technically true unless he's saying over the, lo- the length of it. Um, and the losses to quality opponents is fine, but how they lost was epically bad. Okay, so I'll be really quick on this. I'm officially off the wagon. bandwagon. Um, that said, they're without four offensive starters on the line. They Honestly, there's high school teams in Ohio that can block better than them right now. And I, I mean... They don't have one blue-chip player playing. They kicked their left tackle out in July for beating on his old lady. Uh, They had another kid transfer to Toledo. He would start for them. They had another tackle just leave, and they have four guards, and they're playing guards at tackle, and they've had injuries. So I, I don't know what to make of it. I just know he looks totally in over his head, clueless. That defense has actually played way better than anticipated, and he has been an unmitigated disaster offensively. It's like he calls the plays not knowing what the hell's going on. So, to answer your question, uh, am I concerned? On a scale of one to ten, I'm a forty-two. So, yeah, I'm pretty concerned.
1: All right, we're not covering this game. Uh, Florida State are ten-point favorites to Northern. They should not be
2: giving points. Let alone double digits. It opened at twelve. I've already. I think I've told you guys. I've already bet Northern Illinois. Like this is an automatic bet. If you haven't bet it, bet it. It's just a winner. We should have put it on the sheet
3: so I could go one and zero. Oh.
0: You need it after last week.
3: Hey, With I'll tell you what. Record. Jen Sturger ain't walking through those gates. No. All
1: right, guys. Uh, make sure to follow us at NG pod CFB. Um. Our picks last week, Memphis Matt and I went eight and eight. Uh, Sean Z and Farky six and ten. Uh, so the season rankings, I'm in. Uh, I have a two game lead over Sean Z and a four game lead over the, over the other two. So, um, so we did finalize the bet, Sean. I see you put this on the sheet here. Are, are, are we getting? We're, we're not doing the diaper thing, are we? We're fifty per. The
2: three losers then have to do a smear off ice, documented with video that we post, and then last place. Has to wear a diaper uh, during the national championship game, as long as it's not Ohio State. Is that is that right, Farky? Yeah,
0: as long as it's not Ohio State, I'll do it. Guys,
3: the that- other
2: option was, we did get a listener that, um, and it was a nice adult corn costume. We'll post this um, when the pod comes out. They wanted Memphis Matt to have to wear this and stand out in front of a gas station, which, you know, he stands out in front of gas stations for you-know-what all the time. And uh, they said that I had to apply for a Bank of America credit card if I finished dead last, which I thought was an interesting wrinkle. So our friend, <laughs> banker, banker Loves Naps, uh, just on top of it. And uh, yeah, he wanted the diaper. He threw that out there. So we're going to play that one a little bit. Uh, so you don't have to get that worked up. You're in the lead. What's
3: the worst that could happen? You won't listen, finish last. Right? Listen, I, I got to chime in here because two, two questions. One, have I ever met Bankers Loves Naps? I don't think so. All right, so now we're no. just getting the listener emails directed at Memphis Matt for no reason whatsoever. And you, you literally destroyed the whole state of Iowa and then picked Iowa. Well, I, I don't know what you want from me. Second of all, I've already got diapers at the house because I routinely piss myself, so that's not a problem for me. So move on.
1: Now, is this di- is is this skin on skin or diaper on the skin? Or, no. is it, or is dude, this over the gym dude, shorts? Dude, I have
3: no problem going to a party wearing a diaper on skin. None. Seriously. I mean
0: that I would do.
3: <laughs> None. I have no problem doing that.
0: I just think it takes away from the punishment if you're going to hide it if if you're not willing to do that someone should you know have to go dragged into a party or something like that.
3: Yeah, like if you're just wearing like a nice pair of jeans over a diaper, big deal. You got to Can go... you
2: get jeans over a diaper?
3: Oh, yeah, do you think yeah. that's all... Yes, dude.
2: Oh, no, no. Okay, so let's let's this isn't like sleek Oops! I crapped my pants, but I'm a 60 year old, and you can't tell because I wear slightly bad. Like these are straight diapers. No, these are, are like not. I want you in an actual ones.
3: pull up for a toddler. Yes, you got to squeeze okay. into that somehow yes tuck it in tuck it under whatever you got to do get it in there well i mean there's some fat kids it is america this day these days like let's just get one of them
2: diapers that would go on like a 57 pounder I'll, and oh, throw dude. them bad boys so on. i, I mean at, those dudes are taking
3: thumper dumpers with what they're eating dude i was at the zoo on friday with my nephew i saw this motherfucker he was about 65 pounds he's probably three years old get out of the cart and walk stop being obese
0: Stop. Listen, you realize the majority of this are the parents' issues, right? Yes. But I also yes.
3: saw him house in a 32-ounce Icy. <laughs> One of my C's. A
2: staple at AMC when we worked there freshman year. <laughs> yep. All right, should we get to these pics or what? <laughs> Let's dig in.
1: <laughs> People are going to think there's you know, something wrong with our audio. No, I'm just crying in the background. So for the last two minutes, I've literally been in tears. So, <laughs> All right, um... You guys want to get the picks or any week three three, Well, the other complaint that we
2: got, we got this from about seven other people. We're still working on it are the audio issues. Obviously, it's not perfect here. We're all in different locations. We're working on it. Our crack producer, one Jerry Burris, we hope is going to get this ironed out. We'll get this fresh as F here soon enough. Nowhere to be found. Bear with us. Just enjoy the the content and try not to complain and give us a five star. I'll tell you what. If you want to give us a four and a half.
3: Fine, but just give us the five. We, we've got one listener. He's a follower on Twitter. You know, listens to the pod weekly. He bitches incessantly about the clicking. I've got one message for him: shut up, move on, <laughs> deal with uh, it. You know what?
2: How about this? I'm taking him he, to the Indians game Wednesday. You know, night. he knows who my he is. seats. I'm gonna butter him up. I want that five star rating. He can just hold off on the bitching for at least one week. Well, know? there was no
0: clicking last week, so he he got to be silent at this point.
3: Yeah, I you know he just he, he you know he just likes to throw out a little grump every now and then. You know that's he's, how a, he, needler. he's yeah, a needler. He's a needler. Yeah, but he's legit at Mario tennis. I'll give him credit. So he can't bash skulls worth the shit. No, nope. loser. All
1: right, guys, hey, let, let's touch on a couple games real quick. Let's take a couple minutes. Farkey, um, one of the big games where your Buckeyes against uh, TCU. Um, what was your What was your takeaway from the game there?
0: Here's what my takeaway is, and that is that it's a big win for Ohio State because that's a game that I thought they could go out there and lay a turd on. Uh, obviously, I picked them to cover. Uh, but I'll tell you what, that came down to about three minutes in the third quarter to turn the tide in that game. I know we didn't make the cover, but my goodness for the season, I mean, that was mission critical to win that game. So um, for me, it's just the fact that that's a big win for them and TCU is good and like I said before the season started, they're going to uh, to be competitive with Oklahoma to win that conference.
1: Memphis, Matt, anything about your uh, Buckeyes? Uh,
3: yeah, my one concern is for the first two games. I started, you know, really appreciating Austin Mack um, after week three. Now I want him to just go work at the local canoe livery and not play at Ohio State anymore. Um, dropped some legit balls that needed to be caught in some pretty, you know, important situations. Although you know, I'm I'm concerned about the Bosa injury. Uh, we've got Urban coming back. I, I'm with Jay though. That's a game where they could have laid a turd sandwich. We call I think we called it on the pod. Said they'd be 65-35 Ohio State. Ohio State fans traveled really well for that game. Um, overall, it was a great win. That's a pretty good team they beat over there. Um, you know, and I'm I'm pretty satisfied with it. So.
1: You know who's not satisfied?
2: Actually, I'll tell you who is satisfied. I mean, my wife for obvious reasons. But the other one being that I had to sit through the entire Florida State game. And old Sean's going to have a pretty nice yard and the leaves are going to be raked. Because my Saturdays are getting stress worked in the yard after watching Willie Taggart and the aforementioned Florida State Seminoles. So, chores are done. My attitude sucks. But... I'm taking it out on the yard, so at least that's happening. But other than that, uh, I'm miserable when it comes to, to college football. And um, and Picks went 6-10. and 10. Me and Farkey brought up the rear. And, um, yeah, now I'm in second place after being in first two weeks ago.
3: Cool.
1: Well, it, 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 so there's two big upsets. We, uh, we had the one as a pod bet, uh, BYU over Wisconsin, so you guys can rip on me for loving Wisconsin. But, Sean, um, the other big upset was LSU beating Auburn at home. I know you had a couple takeaways from that game.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was baffled, but I will say, for whatever reason, LSU gets Auburn doing all sorts of strange things, and I don't know why Malzahn tries to take on Devin White, De- um, the Richard Lor- Lawrence, and tries to take on the front when they had control of the game working the outside. It's just bizarre. Burroughs is under fifty percent as a passer and everybody's raving about him. I don't know when, but we're going to make money in consecutive weeks when L S U hits a certain part of their schedule. But uh I i, I I'm baffled by it. I, I am truly shocked by that one. Auburn had it, seemed to hand it away and um yeah, here we are.
0: Sean took Sean took my note on this game. Mine was that LSU's defense has been really good, regardless of if you want to look at who they played outside of Auburn, which they've got the Miami win also, and then also Burroughs. I mean, you're, you're looking at a team that's sitting where they're at with a quarterback that has a 46% completion percentage and three touchdowns. It's baffling. Everyone's going to call him a great game manager. That, that shit doesn't even matter managing a game. That, those are terrible numbers.
2: He's making plays on third down. That's about it. Right. It's bizarre.
1: Yeah, I think he was under 50%. I don't know if his number's in front of me. 46. Yeah, I he was 50. There you go. All right, guys, any other week three stuff or you want to get in these week four games?
2: Let's shuffle up, dive in. All right,
1: fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, first one we're going to cover is uh, the, one of the Friday night games. Elaine Kiffin. Uh, Memphis Matt, we'll start with you. Travels to uh, UCF. Uh, UCF are fourteen point favorites. Memphis Matt, before you uh, go, just want to mention we are recording on Monday night, so we put these lines in about Monday afternoon. So by the time you listen, if it is later on in the week, you might see a pretty drastic change to the lines here. But uh, we're going on the lines from Monday afternoon. So FAU at UCF, fourteen point favorites, uh, the home team. Memphis Matt. Yeah,
3: I, Matt. I would tell the listeners just to give us a little latitude here at these lines, for God's sake. You know, I don't, I don't need the fancy pants emails next week about, oh, you guys blow, you know. Listen, the Lions came out Monday. We're <laughs> betting the games Monday. Deal with it. That being said, if um, you guys ever been to, like, a party where you eat something and then 20 minutes later, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to destroy this toilet. That, what you leave on the actual underside of the toilet seat, the diarrhea splatter, those are the teams that UCF has played this year. UConn, South Carolina State, they're dog shit. Lane Kiffin, he's going to get these guys amped up. He's got a good running back. UCF, what the hell is that? I don't know. Someone's um, watching a um, game. UCF. No, my, just,
1: uh, my dishwasher just drained. Cool. That's cool.
3: UCF has given up over uh, 15 runs of 10-plus yards this year. They stink against the spread when they're double-digit dogs. Give me FAU. Sean. So that
2: drain is symbolic. Uh, it, it's symbolic for uh, the Florida State offensive line, actually. A, claw, a flush toilet would have been more pronounced, but we'll go with that. Uh, Nader hit a lot of things. I'm going to say I like the over in this, 71. Um, I just think it's too many points. I also like the fact that FAU's played one extra game, and UCF had the kind of delay from last week that threw them off from just, you know, everything they're trying to get, you know, kind of set up and, and – and, um, in place. I think that that messes with them a little bit. They may come out a little slow. I like FIU just for the simple fact of, of too many points by about three.
1: Yeah, I think this line should be a little under 10. I'm, I'm with you, Sean. And you kind of stole my thunder there. I was saying if this happens to be a pod bet, I would also consider a first half play as well. Maybe if we want to go 50-50 like we did uh, BYU over Wisconsin just because of them uh, having the game postponed. Farkey, consensus?
0: No, I've got Central Florida here. Uh, I think Kiffin will get creative. Um, there's no doubt in my mind about that. This is the first real test UCF is going to play, so I agree with Memphis Map there as well. Uh, but I, I like UCF here, especially with the week off to prepare. Uh, I can't, can't buy into uh, FAU's defense. I just I can't do it. So I like, I like the quarterback play UCF has. I'm going to stick with them and I'm going to give up the points.
1: All right, Farkey, right back at you. Uh, your Buckeyes are laying 35 and, 35 and a half at home uh, with uh, Tulane. Who you like?
0: I'm sticking with the Buckeyes here. Um, I think that there's going to be, you know, they're going to rally around Urban being back, although, you know, they did a wonderful job. Urban was coaching during the week. His game, game decision-making I don't think makes a huge difference here, but uh, they got back to running the ball. Well, with uh, Dobbins, they stayed committed to him. He had 18 carries, split evenly with uh, Weber. Haskins was very good, had a number of drops, which we mentioned um, against Tulane. Uh, get again, it's just uh, another team that I can't see how this isn't a blowout. Um, we'll get to 36, I think so. Uh, they gave up another 93 yard run, which is a little concerning, but I think uh, I think they cover here as a tune up to Penn State.
1: Yeah.
3: Jay mentioned a little bit about it. I loved how they got Dobbins involved last week. Got him back to where he was last year, so that's a good sign. Um, you know, this for me right here is even though Urban's coming back, um, I think we've got a little bit of a letdown from Ohio State. I don't think there's any chance that they. This game's close, but I think thirty-five and a half is a little bit too much. Um, so I'm going to fade the thirty-five and a half and take Tulane uh, and just hope for a cover here.
2: I think this actually could even move up a little bit higher. Uh, I, I'm I'm with you, Nader. Though I, I, it's too many points. I think Ohio State's going to be extraordinarily cautious with, you know, a Chase Young, even Jonathan Cooper, their defensive ends and linemen. Uh, we we know that their linebackers can struggle a little bit. I think Tulane's going to be able to do enough here to maybe get to ten points, and I think Ohio State calls the dogs off. I I just I like the points in this spot. Penn State, look ahead. Bosa's situation, not wanting to get anybody else dinged up. I think Tulane runs like a triple option. I, it's just it, it's not necessarily a great fit for Ohio State for a blowout spot.
1: Yeah, Sean, you kind of uh, took that. I was going to touch on the option. Now it's not your armed forces option that Army and Navy run, but God, uh, they do run it a lot. So it's it, so it's going to it's going to limit um, it's going to limit the possessions, which makes the thirty-five and a half I think even. Uh, tougher to reach here. so I'm going to uh, take Tulane there with a look-ahead spot to Penn State as well. Uh, next game here, Georgia travels to Missouri. Uh, they're 14-point favorites here on Monday Monday afternoon. Sean, who do you like here?
2: I'm going to take Georgia. I'm not in love with this game. Um... Just on the road, Georgia, test for them. They got some guys dinged up. I don't know if they're going to have their full staple running backs. I know they were. They played um, – I know Cook, I think, is out. They were playing their fourth and fifth stringer in rotation. The problem is those guys are four and five stars. Uh, Georgia's been really impressive this year. I do like their DBs. I think they're, they're going to hopefully be able to neutralize Drew Locke a little bit. Missouri's not been able to run the ball as well as you'd anticipate, particularly for um, – for a team that, that tries to kind of strike, strike a little bit of balance. Um, but, you know, overall they'll run a lot of plays. They'll get up and down. I just don't trust Missouri in the red zone to be able to get touchdowns in when they need to. And uh, I, I this is another spot where, you, you know, you look at that over 61-and-a-half, 62, that might be a play, uh, maybe a split here if, if we're consensus across the board is what I was going to recommend. But I'll take Georgia, but I'll do it reluctantly, um, and that one's a shout-out for you, show.
1: Yeah, I I don't love this game either. Um, Yeah, if we're going to lean something, I kind of do like the over the way you're uh, talking through this, Sean. Um, Here's what makes me nervous about this game. I think the back door is wide open. I could easily see Georgia up 17 and, you know, they just squeeze one in the back door there later on. So uh, I'm going to take Georgia. I'm not in love with this game. I'll lay the 14. Barkey?
0: On board with you guys. I've taken Georgia. Don't love it. I think that if there's a game between now and – what, the next three or three weeks or so when they play LSU. I think this is a game that uh, could give them the most trouble for sure. They did get uh, get some valuable minutes logged for Justin Fields, freshman QB last week. I think that was important. A uh, little hot take here. I'm looking for Kirby Smart to get him a lot more involved once the SEC season starts. Yeah, I'm,
3: I'm with you guys. My concern would be what, what, what motivation does Georgia have to go in and blow out Mizzou? um you know on the road it's a game that really a team that doesn't really bring a lot of power to the punch so i like georgia here but again i'm with you three i don't know if i'd really ever bet this straight up um with the 14 it doesn't really make much sense but if i had to make a play on it i'd take georgia
1: all right next one uh game actually do like notre dame for the first time travels on the road uh they're laying eight at wake um I just haven't been really impressed with uh, Notre Dame lately. I think this is a low scoring game. Um, anything under touchdown, I'm taking Wake. Um, kind of really like this game. Parky?
0: Yeah, I'm flipping my pick, actually. Uh, I was going to do it before the pod started, but just figured I'd do it on the air here. I, I can't do it. I've got ND circled, but I'm, I'm making the change. I'm going to take the points with Wake. Um, it's two weeks in a row that, that Notre Dame hasn't been able to stop an inferior opponent. It's come down to the, the final possession at home to, to keep a win. Uh, that's It's just really embarrassing. They might be the over, most overranked team in the top 15. Um, I'm just not high on this team anymore. I was week one, um, gave them a lot of praise after that Michigan win. Wimbush stinks. Uh, the team's just not efficient offensively. They, they were 4-for-14 uh, four and 5-for-15 on third-down conversions in their last two games, so... I'm going
1: to flip and I'm going to
3: go wake guys. I'm interested to hear Sean Z's take on this too. but I think, I think right now we're still riding on that high public bet of Notre Dame where we're getting some value with uh, Notre Dame's opponents. So we've got a decent team here in wake at home. Uh, Notre Dame has not even come close to covering the last two weeks. I mean, they've been off by a long shot. Um, And I think we've got some serious value here on wake. I, I, don't know how you could bet Notre Dame unless you're a total homer. And um, I'm interested to see what Sean Z says about it.
2: Yeah, I agree completely on the Michigan thing. The unfortunate thing is, is I kind of felt like Vandy was a tailor-made spot at home, but I had already circled Ball State and this game as perfect spots. Now, last week they didn't hold hold up on Saturday, as, as Farkey mentioned. But I think between the Michigan 3-0, and the rank – You know, Wake isn't a sexy team, but what Wake does is they're tremendous on when and how to manage around fourth down when they cross the 50 yard line. They've got enough playmakers that that can make some plays. They have a fairly stout defense, and and that environment's going to be a little challenging and tricky for for Notre Dame and Wimbush. Uh, That's a factor, too. They've not won on the road yet. Um, And, you know, running quarterback, not throwing the ball. If Kelly gets a little conservative, I love the points in this spot. Um, I like Wake.
1: All right, uh, we'll get into the Stanford game later, but I am praying that both of them win, even though it might go against our bets. I'd love a Notre Dame Dame win here as myself, Reggie, and Martin Cardinal, uh, if you guys listen to the baseball podcast, are going out to South Bend next Saturday uh, for the Stanford-Notre Dame game. I'd love for that to uh, be some undefeated teams. Uh, next game, Farkey, we'll start with you. Uh, if you like defense, is not the game for you. BC is minus 7 at Purdue. Farkey?
0: So I'm going BC here. At the end of last season, I think we talked about how Purdue had maybe turned a corner. I think it's safe to say that uh, they have not turned that corner. Um, they need to make a stand here. They're staring down the barrel 1-7 heading into November at Iowa. They they have to win this game, and I, I don't see it happening. I don't like BC's loss um, at Iowa, but uh, I do think the commanding win that they had against Syracuse gives them some value here, so I'm sticking with BC.
1: Matt.
3: Yeah, it's kind of an interesting situation. Purdue could um, could start 0-5, and I, I can't remember the last time that was, but it was over 50 years ago. Um, we got a real problem here. BC finally can actually put some points on the board. Purdue is really struggling to score right now. So give me BC minus the seven. I actually like this game pretty much um, a fair amount. So this is one of my favorite games of the week. I love BC here.
2: So Sean. Uh, Purdue is Purdue the best 0 and 3 team though in the country. I mean, they they ton of points. 7.5 yards um, per play. They have the, you know, it's not like they're terrible on defense. I'm, they've, they've ran into some kind of silly or dumb luck. It just feels like, I I don't know. Do you guys disagree with that?
3: Uh, The problem is, man, it's not, it's not translating into points, though. Uh,
1: They should have won the Northwestern game. Um, turnovers there. And it's just, um, yeah. I, I did uh, bet purdue last week uh somewhat unfortunate but they just I couldn't stop anybody my thing here is I think the over under is short um as as Memphis Matt mentioned bc is usually known for their defense winning 1310 they are really up tempo and starting to score as well and purdue can't stop anybody so uh, for the pot, I'm going to take BC. I'm going to lay the points. I kind of like the over 65. I think it's a little short. Sean, Sean did you make your pick? I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Purdue. I Boston College is like 11-1 and 1 the last 13 games uh, or 12 games against the spread, 5-1 and 1 straight up. I, there's just all these factors. that It feels a touch high for a team just going on the road here. I, I'm going to take Purdue um, and kind of go against you guys here.
1: Alabama, um, they look unstoppable. They're back at home. They're laying 25. Texas A&M is coming to town. Memphis, Matt?
3: Yeah. Man, I usually love to ride the Bama train, and I know where one guy on this group is going to go here. Um, You know, this is kind of a bet of, uh, you know, I like the way A&M played at home against Clemson. I understand that's a pretty good at-home team environment there. Um, I just think that, you know, Bama (laughs) – I, let me preface this for the listeners. I don't like this game at all. Um, if I'm going to bet it, I'll take a and I think they've got enough talent to keep it inside the 25. Uh, but it also wouldn't surprise me if this is 42-7. to seven. Um, It's just kind of tailor-made for you know Saban to have a sneaky just pound him at home. But I will take A&M um, reluctantly uh, getting a 25 on the road. Yeah, I'm taking am taking a and It feels
2: three points too high. Um, I think Fisher's going to do enough to slow this game down. When he's gotten blown out, it's when he's had an offense that he knows, and he maybe gambles more than he needs to or should. He doesn't have that type of team with A and M. Um, it's gonna be tough for A and M's defense to stop Bama, but you know, hopefully they get enough stops here. Bama's a little slow after riding high after throttling Ole Miss. I'm gonna I'm gonna take A and M, but I'm doing it very very reluctantly as well.
1: I'll say this going forward. I don't think I'll ever bet against Alabama the rest of the year. Uh, Sean, you mentioned this on our, our group text, that it's just so scary with them having a real quarterback for first time in a while. Um, I think it's a tad high. Just for the pot, I'm taking A&M. There's no way I'm betting them. I'm not going to bet against Bama the rest of the year. Fargy?
0: Memphis Mad hit it. I've got Bama. Um, 25 does seem like a big number, so I'll agree with all of you. don't like this game. I won't pick it personally either. Um, I just uh, until they don't cover, I've got to take them. Now it's interesting because A has covered every game; they're three zero as well, even in that loss to Clemson. But what last week it was twenty one; they won by like three hundred. So um, <laughs> their defense is so good. I mean, sixty what was it sixty two or sixty three to seven? And the only points they scored were on the first play from scrimmage, seventy five yard touchdown. So until I see otherwise, I have to take them.
3: Hey, for for Farkey's faves right now, this has all the makings of 2007 Boise State for Jay right now. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah, it was 62-7. I got a bad number, but I still loved it. Uh, I had the over 70 in that game. 62-7. So, yeah, that was fun. Um, You know what was fun? Taking old Miss. That
3: was fun. Yeah, it was cool. Wow,
1: you're a loser. The Grove sucks. Yeah. And now you're up. Clemson, minus 16.5 at Georgia Tech. Okay, so
2: the Georgia Tech offense I think is perfect for the Clemson defense in the sense that I love the Tigers here in this one. I think the offense breaks out and really explodes. You know, all the metrics are kind of pointing to it. Trevor Lawrence is really starting to get acclimated. He's hitting big plays basically every game now. So they're going to score fast. Georgia Tech's offense is going to get behind. You're not going to see 392 yards rushing like they typically do against that front seven for Clemson. Uh this is a match this is a terrible matchup for Georgia Tech. I love Clemson in this spot. I know it's on the road, but I think between the two quarterbacks they got a nice balance there. It's under 17, which I like uh, particularly. Well, give me the Tigers.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. Uh the two, uh, two big questions for Clemson and Alabama is their secondary. I think Bama proved that they, uh, they're they going to be all right with uh, Old Miss's slew of wide receivers. Um, say, with, with that being said, Georgia Tech's not going to throw. Uh, Clemson's going to eat him alive. I'm going to lay the 16-and-a-half as well. Barkey.
0: I'm with you guys. Consensus Clemson. Uh, Sean said it. Trevor Lawrence, guy looks like a stud. Um, kind of been waiting to see when they're going to unleash him, and they've really given him a- – you know, more playing time, more, more reps than what I thought he might have at this point. Um, so just, I guess, for sake of pod discussion, Sean, let me ask you this, because being the, uh, the close Florida State follower, and I know you follow uh, recruiting real close, you kind of know a little bit of Dabo's um, tendencies. Do you, do you see him, based on what he likes to do and his you know his commitment to players, do you see Lawrence picking up the entire load at any point this season, or do you see it being split as long as they're still winning?
2: I think split until it matters, and then he's going to turn the reins over. He's actually played this fairly well, um, but and I think he's he's gotten everybody bought into it. I think it's actually working out fairly. Well. I don't know how he's done it with the res- the receivers. The one thing about D- Dabo and Clemson, these guys they don't get injured, and he hits on basically all of his four and five stars. It's ridiculous by comparison. I mean Alabama has a. A, a challenging turnover rate when it comes to four and five stars. Dabo doesn't recruit as many as these other schools, but these guys stick at like 80%, which is an unheard of rate.
3: Memphis, Matt, consensus here? Consensus. The first sentence out of Sean Z's mouth was exactly what I was going to lead with. This Georgia Tech offense is tailor-made for Clemson's defense. This is Clemson all the way. I'll keep it short. I mean, great minds think alike. Yeah.
1: Next game, uh, Kansas State travels to West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia, 14-point favorites here. I just – I look at the K-State team. I don't think they can score enough to keep up with Greer or whatnot. The only thing that scares me is West Virginia did not play last week, so might be a little rusty start here. Same thing we mentioned uh, with the earlier game, uh, UCF. I, I just don't think Kansas State can score enough. I'm going to take Will Greer here. I'm going to lay the 14. Farky.
0: Yeah, I'm with you here. West Virginia, Kent State D's banged up. Greer, Gary Jenkins, Jennings, David Sills. Oh, this is Hulk's most complete team he's had in eight years. There's no doubt about it. First team after the first three games of the season that's given up under 300 yards a game defensively. So um, I, I really think this is an odd line. I don't know if you guys think so as well, but I I, I don't see how this game doesn't get to 17 or 21.
1: Memphis Matt.
3: I was reading an article this week that uh, Bill Snyder just got a new life alert, and he is the (laughs) brand-new sponsor of Help, I've Fallen, and I Can't Get Up. You know he's going to have these boys ready to play. Give me Kansas State plus the 14. I
2: knew you were going to have to go with the Bill Snyder take when when (sighs) you're on Wow. Uh I love West Virginia in this spot. I'm a, yeah, the 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 week extra week off, but I think they're going to have their ears pinned back. I agree with Farky on this team. I know you guys talk TCU and Oklahoma, but West Virginia's sitting there. I think they've got a nice little triumvirate and West Virginia could ha, could be in a spot with that offense, the leadership they have, they've got better balance, they actually have a defense. Uh, I I love the Mountaineers here. And Kansas State's quarterbacks just aren't Typical and good enough. I they can't catch up.
1: Yeah, I'm a little lukewarm in this game. I I don't love West Virginia, so I appreciate Memphis Matt putting the block out there. Uh, TCU, um, off a loss to Ohio State. Texas off a pretty pretty big win over USC. TCU is minus two and a half at Texas. Farky.
0: Yeah, give me Texas Christian University. After everything I said against the Buckeyes. Um. I guess a little caution to the wind given Texas's offense explosion last week, but uh, it's really the first pulse that Herman showed this year offensively. Uh, I'm just not buying it Uh, with this TCU team. I think they they come out of that loss with a lot of confidence against Ohio state. I mean, if if they're just playing to win by a field goal, I'll take them all day. So TCU.
3: Yeah, I was pretty impressed with TCU last weekend. I'm still not bought into what Tom Herman's selling anybody. Um, he's, you know, I've got a feeling the strip clubs he likes to hang out with are just rot gut. I mean, just pregnant chicks with just stretch marks everywhere, just dancing huh. up dancing up and down the pole. Give me TCU.
2: Wow. Interesting angle. I don't know how that was relevant, but we'll run with it. Uh, here's my thing about TCU and what I was impressed with. They know exactly who they are. They're players. Their style and system, they have a big back, they have a, the, the scat back, they've got receivers, they like to get the ball in space. They don't overcomplicate it for Robinson. So offensively, I was very impressed. I think defensively, they're going to be able to make enough plays, they'll get after the passer. Um, I, I just like TCU in this spot. It's, it's a tough game to have to go to after playing Ohio State, but I like the fact that Texas beat USC the way they did. They can kind of celebrate. You got McConaughey, you know, there. Everybody's partying, you know, dazed and confused style. Give me TCU in this one.
1: Yeah, this is a perfect zigzag zigzag spot for both teams. Um, I wasn't – I bet Texas, but uh, that was more of a product that I think USC is garbage Uh, Not so much that Texas is is that good. So well, and don't forget they blocked a field
2: goal and ran it in for a touchdown. I think they had a pick six or got some turnover that led to. So the score is a little skewed from those things sometimes. There's that hidden yards factored into it big time.
0: That and it also USC had a quit feel to it. I think I'll be off them all year. I can't watch a team that or root for a team, pick a team that has a quit in them like they showed last week.
1: So TCU consensus there, uh, Memphis Matt, Missouri, or sorry, Mississippi State, 10-point uh, favorites at Kentucky. A little tricky game here. Who do you like? Yeah, does
3: anyone else think this line's a little odd? Yeah, it? I did. I, did. And I didn't think Mississippi State was good enough to get double digits against a, a competent SEC school. That's what I think, and you know Kentucky's. They beat Florida for the first time, and I know Florida is not really that great of a team, but that's the first time they beat them in what thirty-two or thirty-eight years. They're flying high, man. They're undefeated. I think at home, uh, UK has got enough here to get the win. Um, and you know what? I wouldn't be afraid to throw a little money on that money line game and take a take a uh, take a flyer on them to get the home win against Mississippi State. Make a nice little payday for yourself.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. Sure. I, I think there it's an interesting, you know, all the stats and the metrics, you know, overwhelmingly point to Mississippi State. There's just something not right with, uh, with Fitzgerald. He just, he's he's kind of, he's a poor man's Dak, and at least Dak could kind of get up and down and throw it a little bit more. Mississippi State's got some guys dinged up a little bit. That's something to watch as well. Um, at least, you know, two starters on defense and, and a couple receivers that are a little questionable, it looks like. Um Overall, I they don't do anything overwhelmingly well. I like Brian Snell; he's kind of a sneak sneaky guy for the NFL draft next year. Um, I'm going to take the points and the Wildcats in this one.
1: Yeah, I agree with Memphis, Matt. I thought this. I thought it'd be around seven. Uh, with ten, I'm going to take Kentucky. Farky
0: consensus, Kentucky. Uh- The Mississippi State offense is going to score as long as Fitzgerald's healthy. I do believe that. But Kentucky's off to a solid start, like everyone mentioned, 3-0. They've handled their business. Um, I think they actually have a pretty athletic defense. So uh, give me me the Wildcats. Did
3: you guys see the uh, little Twitter spat that uh, Snell had with the running back from Mississippi State? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I did not. Uh, It was pretty good. So basically, Snell, uh, after the game – was saying out that he could basically run on any offense, even in the NFL, which is a little bit of a stretch. I mean, come on. But then uh, the running back for uh, Mississippi State basically sent out a bunch of the crying emojis, and the dude from uh, Kentucky said, you a clown over the internet, I show up in real life. So this could be a little bit interesting to watch this on Saturday. Snell's a Westerville guy, isn't he? Yeah, yes. Yeah.
2: Ohio State got on him late, and he stayed loyal to Kentucky. You a clown over the internet.
3: I like that. Could be interesting.
1: Next game, uh, next game was uh, two teams off pretty big wins. Uh, I think the most interesting, interesting thing last week was the Oklahoma State-Boise uh, steam, which we were on the wrong side of. Uh, we did hit the over there to split that bet. Cliff uh, travels to Oklahoma State. They're back at home again. They're 13-point favorites. Sean?
2: I got an 80 over-under. Is that right?
1: Um, I'd be surprised if it isn't higher. I, Go ahead.
2: I can't believe you could bet the under in that game. Both these defenses are are poor at best. Um, I thought Texas Tech had a better defense, but you know, obviously they've not shown that. I think their fr- freshman quarterback, uh, his first name is now slipping me. That that kind of popped this last game. Uh, I think he comes back down to earth on the road. Uh, I, I don't love this. Um, if it was consensus, I'd ve- vehemently block it. But I'm taking OK State here just because I don't trust Texas Tech to be able to do it back-to-back weeks and, and hang with uh, an Oklahoma State that, that might be primed for a little bit of a mini run here.
1: Good. Uh, we're kind of on the same page there. I was Actually, if you guys were all in love with Oklahoma State, I wasn't going to hate it. Um, Everyone's talking coming in this year about Texas Tech defense. Well, they haven't showed up either. Uh, over under here, 78 and a half. I hate taking line, or overs that high just because s- such a variance. You know, you go five, six minutes with turnover here or there, uh, long drive that gets stalled. It, it, just a hard number to bet. Um, I'm not in love with this game. I'm going to take a 13, and unfortunately with Cliff. Barky.
0: I'll be Oklahoma State here. Uh, they scored 63 on and above average Houston defense who had only given up 18 to a, to an Arizona offense that can score well. So uh, I do think the over's in play here. I think we, we might have talked about this game last year and it hit easily or a different Big 12 game. I don't know. But I love the over in this game. Uh, I think the Oklahoma State defense, what they showed me last week in that Boise win, uh, did enough to convince me that they can pull away by at least 13. Uh, they had seven sacks, 10 tackles for loss, which is... Little uncommon for for them, so I'm gonna think it's gonna be similar to another game I mentioned, maybe 17-21. They pull away, and again, overs in play for me.
1: i I hate
3: this game. Um, Oklahoma <laughs> State coming off a nice win, uh, but I ref or um, sorry Texas Tech, but I refuse to back Cliff. Um, I, and you know, it comes down to talent. One team has a decent amount of it; the other one doesn't. Give me Oklahoma
1: State. Next game, Florida, uh, five point favorites um, at Tennessee. Another game I hate. Um, Florida off a offense finally showed up there. I was on them last week at 20. I thought the line was a joke and they finally scored enough. I hate this game. I think both teams are garbage. So I could easily see turnovers tied in this, maybe a pick six, this or that. Uh, I'll take the five. I'll take Tennessee at home. Fargy?
0: I'm on Tennessee. This is my poo poo platter game of the week. Uh, I, I would rather watch Memphis than watch this game. That's how bad it is. This rivalry's gone to shit. Um, I have no clue how how Florida beat who was it? Colorado State, forty-eight to ten. Felipe had eight completions. Uh, um, Tennessee does have a lack of pass rush. That's a little bit concerning for me from the first couple weeks. But uh, I just I think this this Florida team's bad. So give me give me Tennessee at home.
1: Uh, before you get into that. Uh, Colorado State has the worst defense I've ever seen in my life. That's how they scored so many points.
3: Uh, Memphis, Matt, who you like? You guys know my rule from last year. I don't bet on guys named Felipe. Give me Tennessee at home. (laughs) Yeah, I
2: don't think Florida's good enough uh, for at least a middle-tier team like Tennessee. This is basically Tennessee and Kentucky are very similar. I think Kentucky's better offensively. Tennessee's maybe a touch better defensively. Uh, that said, Florida isn't good enough to warrant getting five points on the road. Um, you know, Tennessee might be a playful dog uh, money line-wise, but I I just like the points. I'm going Tennessee.
1: We go from a really crappy game to should be a really exciting game. Stanford minus one um, at Oregon. They both sleptwalked through uh, some FCS teams that they uh, played. Sorry, San Jose State's not an FCS team, but they should be. Um, Stanford, right now, this, this line's been jumping all over zero. Currently Stanford's minus one at Oregon. Farkey.
0: I'm going to go Stanford here. Uh, I also agree this is maybe the best game of the week. Uh, I just, with Bryce Love being off for, for a week, um, still there are some questions on how healthy he'll be, I'm sure. But um, him being rested. Uh, Justin, is it bear, Herbert? Herbert? Herber, for Oregon quarterback, I know everyone's high on him. He had two interceptions versus shitty San Jose State team, so no thanks on that. Uh, Oregon seemed to uh, focus a little bit on the run. They've been praised a lot for uh, for the rushing yards they're giving up per game so far this year. Uh, Stanford's shown a real nice consistency thus far with Costello and the uh, what is it, Arcego White side connection there um, in the air. So I'm going to go Stanford here on the road reluctantly.
3: I like Oregon this weekend, and my question to you guys would be, has anyone benefited more blindly in losing their coach than Oregon? So that slapdick Willie going down <laughs> to Florida State. Look, or-
2: I did get an email from uh, from our buddy that lives out there, and he said they were not um, pissed when he left, and that they're better off for it. So uh, I mean, another another listener email. So you know, I don't what, know that's if easy, easy to say now. That's, now. that's easy to say now. Yeah, hindsight. No, he
3: did he did say it back then. Hindsight's okay. twenty twenty. But I'll tell you what, you know, Oregon's not a, got a nice home field advantage. You know, I I. <sighs> Yeah, I like Whiteside a lot, and I don't know his, his middle whatever name, Sig or whatever it is. Um, but I don't trust Costello a ton. I like Oregon at home getting the win, so give me Oregon.
2: Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I, I actually like the fact that uh, Oregon wasn't necessarily as sharp um, against San Jose State. I, I, I like that kind of pivoting around here. I'm, I'm taking the Ducks in this one. This will be a good game to watch. Yeah. Um, I get a feeling David Shaw rears his head in this one. I know we talked about him a couple different times. I, I think he might do some dumb things here. I'm gonna take the Ducks.
1: Um, on the uh, preseason pod, I said the biggest question with Stanford was their secondary. I think they get exposed this week. Uh, First real road test. I'm, I'm I'm taking Oregon as well. Memphis, Matt. your Iowa Hawkeyes are at home. Uh, Wisconsin coming off a straight-up loss is twenty-two point favorites to BYU. Uh, Wisconsin's three and a half point favorites currently. Who do you like?
3: I can't believe I'm going to say this, but. Give me some corn, man. Look, um, I, what I don't like is that Wisconsin's coming off that loss to BYU at home, so that's a concern here. This is a night game. They're going to be waving to the kids at the, at the hospital. Iowa's going to be all pumped up. I think what this, what this is definitely going to be is a 13-10, 16-13 type game. And you know what? Iowa may lose that 13-10 or 16-13, but right now I'm getting that half point. So if I'm going to jump on this game, I'm going to take Iowa right now. Um, I just I, I think that I think we're, we're once again getting a whiskey team that's just a little overrated. Uh, they're one-dimensional. They can run the ball, but um, I I don't trust their quarterback at all. That dude's a loser. Give me Iowa. Yeah, so I yeah. I just feel like Wisconsin does everything that Iowa does better,
2: other than maybe. At the quarterback position, well, actually, I know that at the quarterback position. But that said, I like Wisconsin's playmakers on the outside just a little bit more. Obviously, I like their defense more. I've been against Wisconsin consistently. That said, I like them in this one. I'll be fading them later, but I'm taking the Badgers.
1: I'm not betting this game. I might take Wisconsin live later, uh, just as they start wearing them down. I, I just, I just think we're getting couple points here. I think we'd probably get a six and a half, seven if Wisconsin was coming here undefeated. So um, I'll weigh the 3.5. I'll take Wisconsin. Margie?
0: Wisconsin as well. I I don't love this game. Um, I think we've all kind of seen what was coming from Wisconsin. We called the BYU win last week. Um, In terms of the line, I'm going solely off of of Taylor bouncing back, going off. I think when you have a Heisman candidate like that playing a tailback, um, if if he goes off, which I think there's a better chance he does, it doesn't, uh, they can cover three-and-a-half points. So I'm, I'm just not a fan of Iowa. Give
1: me Wisconsin. Arizona State off of the loss to San Diego State, which we have the money line on. They are traveling to Washington. Washington's laying 17-and-a-half. Not really sure what to do here because I think Washington's de- defense can really shut down Arizona State. I just think it's going to be somewhat of a low-scoring game. I just think it's too many points here. I'm going to take the 17-and-a-half, and unfortunately I'm going to be on Herm.
0: I'm going to go with Washington. I think it is. I think it's a number, maybe right where it should be. Um, again, Herm sucks. Not going to take. Uh, not going to take that team, especially after the San Diego State loss last week. Um, at some point, Browning's going to have to pop off and have a big game. I think that uh, a Herm-led team is, is a good setup for that to happen. So, strictly off of those things, I'm going Washington.
1: I'm with
3: Farkey here on this game. Um, I think this game should be more around 21, 21 and a half. I think we're going to have a a nice game from Browning. The running game gets going for Washington at home. I think Arizona State, um, you know, they've had a couple nice wins this year um, that we didn't even think they would get. But I think this is where you see Washington come off that big win last week, 21-7, where they pretty – I mean, the defensive lineman could have run that in, uh, made it 21-14, but reality of the game wasn't really all that close. I think we're going to get a nice uh, win from Washington here. I like Washington 21 or more, and this is one of my favorite games of the week.
2: Interesting. I, I'm I'm going the other way. I actually think this is a close one. Um, I, I like Arizona State. I, I just their matchups coming off a loss, going on the road. I think Washington. That's a big win at Utah. A really big win. I think they'll be kind of coming down a little bit. I actually think the trouble with Washington from a running game perspective, and and it, you know it's been mentioned a little bit, is is the loss of that tackle. I think when when they lost Trey Adams. Um, to the back it sounds like he wants to come back next year but he was a big factor for them I mean that's an NFL type talent he probably would be the number one left tackle he and Greg Little in the upcoming draft Uh, I think that's a challenging it's created that dynamic that less than one second less for Browning uh, in the pocket particularly on the backside. he's a little fidgety there just I, I don't know I Washington could get out early and boat race him I just I kind of like Herm and Arizona State, you know, hanging around long enough, and uh, Nikhil Harry even maybe you know getting a nice backdoor cover touchdown or or at least get inside. I I, I like Washington to win maybe by ten, but I don't think it's um, it's a big win.
1: Last one we'll get to today, uh, tonight is your Memphis Mag game of the week. South Alabama uh, comes with the Tiger Dome. Memphis laying twenty seven and a half after a blowout win. Sean.
2: Yeah, I, ju- I just think at this point, Memphis is able to score just way too much. Um, they should be able to drop 50 at home pretty much against any conference opponent. Uh, White is a legit quarterback. Daryl Henderson's a big-time player. They got enough players at at the um, linebacker and, and kind of rover positions to contain South Alabama. Right? This is just one where... It's just a running clock in the second half, practically. I, I love Memphis to cover the 27-and-a-half.
1: Yeah, I, I don't love them as much as I did last week, uh, but there's no way anything under 28, I'm not taking Memphis to score 60 here. So I'll lay the 27-and-a-half as well. Farky.
0: Memphis is a fraud in every aspect of the game. Um, I couldn't tell you what South Alabama's record is or one team they've played. So give me South Alabama.
2: that's just stubborn
1: (laughs) rebuttal memphis matt
3: our listeners know where i'm going in this because they like free money uh give me memphis um memphis is quarterbacks throwing uh 10 touchdowns this year one pick they're only i'll tell you what the big difference this year is they're they've they're giving up less than 20 points a game on defense. This is at the Tiger Dome. Last week was an easy cover. This is an easy cover. Give me Memphis all the way.
0: And for for any of our listeners, um, if you want to go back to week 2 and fast forward to about the 58 minute point of our pod and and take a quick listen about Memphis and Memphis Matt's take on that team.
2: Well, here's the thing. You you do that, but yet like you're in you're out. This team is like Eight and three, eight and four against the
0: spread. Yeah, Man, and every I realize every, that every year I have to hear the takes on their quarterback that they have. So this guy's finally the one that's good, right?
3: Oh, uh, Brady. No, Brady uh, White's lighting it up. They, uh yeah.
0: They,
1: they run the ball wall this year too, though. Yeah. Uh, they, they
2: did well against Navy. I'll, I'll
3: put it this way: they
2: called a fake punt in the first quarter. I mean, that's the team that I want to back.
0: <laughs> now, now they've played three games. What's their cover record?
2: Two and one. They're two and one.
0: Okay.
2: Automatic. Automatic. No, I'm saying, like, if you look historically, I mean, they were eight and four last year. They yeah, were.
0: Yeah, but, but see, Shill's Shill works hard against this. He says that it doesn't matter what the team you had the year before, which I agree with him. You know those historic numbers for for rosters that don't exist today.
3: Yeah, Shill's also recording this podcast in his laundry room.
1: <laughs> Dude, my, my dishwasher keeps draining, and I've turned it off. I've noticed. Cut the water, on. Jesus. Hit, Here's a good thing. I do have ice this week, so the drinks were good. Um, Ferkey, let me touch on that real quick. Last year's stuff, I will look into. It, it, it's the whole Ohio State's 11-3 and three against TCU all-time. Oh, yeah, this game in 1971 matters matters to this trend. So I, I actually do look into last year, maybe a year before stuff, uh, NFL a little bit deeper. But, you know, when they throw out all these – Alabama is 8-2 against the spread of national championship games. On that Saturday no day games. Yeah, one. yeah, I got it. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Now, the all one guys, game we didn't the- pick, we didn't pick Nebraska at Michigan. The line just came out maybe like an hour or two ago, right? It's minus 18.5 for Michigan. We're going to take it at some point, and we'll all kind of have to pick it. I just, I think we have to see what's going on with Martinez. We just see how this line actually moves. So, you know, I think – We'll, we'll end up adding this, but um, I don't think we'll end up with a consensus on this one, truthfully. Well, you, guys, can,
0: mark me you can mark me down for a Michigan cover at home, so go ahead. I, go I, I was going to say,
3: guys, we can't admit that where Memphis Matt was right when I said, look, they got the coach, but that doesn't mean the players got there. This team's crap. They're crap. We might end up with a consensus on this. <laughs> They're terrible.
1: Hold on. Who did the sheet, by the way? I did. Who picked the games? So you didn't think Mike Leach going to USC was important, but we have to talk we, about we, freaking We yeah, we've talked had about this Mike discussion.
2: This year. The top 25, the top 25. USC's quitting, and I haven't seen Mike Leach do anything other than talk in the off season. So again, sure. they they schedule Eastern Washington, Portland State and Idaho school for the blind. I don't pay attention to Washington still Washington State until they win a couple games and they deserved ...to get
3: added to this illustrious and prestigious podcast.
0: gets show gets cranky when he doesn't put the slate together.
3: Hey, how do you run the RPO if you're blind? That's got to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> just always just hold it. <laughs> All
1: right, guys. Let's get into our pod bets. Uh, we are recording this on Monday, so we are looking for maybe for lines to move... ...or maybe we'll lock some in tonight. Uh, last week, we went 5-4. and four. Um, So on the year, we're 13-11. We actually lost a little bit last week... Um, we are five and four, but some of those were half bets so we end up winning. San Diego State saved our ass there because we had the money line as well. So on the year, we're 13-11. We're down 0.2 units, so nothing to uh, freak out about. After winning 11, uh, 11.3 last year, guys, we can look at the sheet here. You know, there's a couple games we can touch on. I think we all love Wake. I think that's automatic. Uh, Kentucky probably as well. I'm gonna throw out a couple games just to see where you guys are at. San Diego State off a big win. Eastern Michigan already won at Purdue straight up. They're getting ten and a half. I think it's a letdown spot for San Diego State. And I love this. And you guys know I love fading my alma mater. Akron with three non-offensive touchdowns. uh, Beat Northwestern. First time they beat a Big Ten team in over 100 years. I think it was 1896. 1896. Iowa State off a loss to OU. Iowa State's only minus 18 and a half at home. I think they absolutely crush Akron. So those are two games I'm going to throw out. Um, but uh, where are you guys at? I like I, both I, I think those Wade, two. I think I w- Wake and it. Kentucky are automatics.
2: Yeah. I would yeah. add those two. Sorry, I'm fine with that. I would also vote Northern Illinois or uh, yeah Northern Illinois if you can get double digits. So if we can get double digits, I can't imagine you guys are going to object to a non-Florida State bet.
0: Oh, I don't hate Florida State. That's the thing. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not talking about their team this year, just in general. Like I was never. No, no, Florida. that's what I'm
2: saying though. Yeah, I'm talking this team this year.
1: I was on Syracuse moneyline last week. Here's my thing: you could not buy Florida State any lower right now. I, I don't know. I'm kind of against it, but if you guys are all in love with it, let's do it. But, hey,
2: uh, I already bet it. So if you're against it, I'm fine. We can lay off. I. I I like, your two, plays, I like your two plays. I like your two plays. When they're at their lowest lot.
1: spot. So uh, those are two I'm throwing out there. Um, I like Tulane. I think Farkey's against that. Um, yeah. My top three plays were Eastern Michigan, Iowa State, and uh, Wake, which were already on Wake. We good with Kentucky, guys?
2: I think I so. Yeah.
1: Okay. Farkey, uh, what else you think about the card? I, I think you touched on the Georgia. Mizzou over. Uh, Do we like Clemson enough at 6.5? Actually, let me check that line here as we're recording. Go ahead, guys. First, any input on the takes here?
0: I'm good with Wake, Clemson, TCU, Kentucky, Tennessee. Once you want to get down to those. And I do like both the ones you threw out show. I'm not crazy about going against Florida State today, but – I'll definitely take it. Let's hold off show. on
2: Florida State. Let's let's just write that one off. Yeah, I'm I am fine with those two. Beg, you go with those two? You yeah. brought up? Yep. Okay. What do we think? Um, did we say Georgia? What about the over there? Do we want to split that one? I'm
1: pulling up the line right Here, now. Here's
2: my I thing. I don't think Mizzou can compete in either Georgia's going to cover or it's going to end up over. And if Georgia can Georgia, still cover and win and and it still hit the over too.
1: Georgia's uh 14 and a half now and the over under 64 and a half if we took it tonight. Clemson is 16 and a half. I think we have to take that right this second. Um, I think we actually have to take Wake at plus 8 right this second as well. If anything, it's not touching 10. If anything, I think it it's got a chance to go below 7. So keep,
0: keep,
1: uh, I I like Wake and Clemson right now.
0: Yeah, I, I'm on that too. Do you see TCU going to three? I mean, do we need to take TCU right now?
1: Um, here's my thing. You know, waiting for it to go like over zero or whatnot. I, I'd rather take it now. Um, you know, minus two, minus one, and eh, you know, I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's more of a threat to go to minus three. Than yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'd rather take TCU minus two and a half right now.
2: Yeah, I agree. agree. I don't think we can – I know we talked Memphis. it. We. I don't think we can take the Oklahoma State-Texas Tech over. I don't think with other games that we've got that we necessarily even need
3: to, to be honest. Agreed.
1: Trying to get a Kentucky line right here. Memphis, Matt, you got anything to add there? Or are you kind of on board with that? No, I'm
3: on board with most of these things that we've we've talked about here. Um, I would definitely fade that Oklahoma State game for sure.
0: Okay. Uh.
1: Go ahead, Sean.
2: Vargy, I know you hate. Well, I, we're not going to do it because I don't want to hear the end of it if they don't cover. But I think Memphis, maybe of all these games, might be the biggest lock. I
1: just, I just think we're losing losing a couple points here. I I really think if it, they would have struggled to cover, we probably could have got a twenty four. I yeah. That's fair. I I very rarely bet a team back to back. Is but that that's that's my thing. If you guys want to go with. If we can talk Farkey into it, I don't hate well,
2: it. Well, we got Tennessee, right?
0: We got Tennessee.
1: Well, we we got to talk about Tennessee. I mean, I don't think any of us were, like, doing cartwheels to go place a Tennessee bet.
2: What if we did Tennessee and then under, half, you know, half unit, half unit?
1: Half and half. Uh, it's 49. What do you guys think? Uh,
0: I'll tell you what. I, I, I'll make the, I'll make this easy. I'm a man of principle, but I'm also a man of rationale. So I will keep my South Alabama pick, and we can we can play Memphis.
2: I'm not prepared to Memphis. Here's the thing: this is <laughs> totally. I don't want to take Memphis and then them not cover because literally we'll never ever be able to get another the Memphis line. At least if South Alabama wins, then Farkey feels right, and we're not going to, like, we'll be able to fight that mountain another day.
0: No, I told you I'm rational about it. i will just, let me keep my South Alabama on the board here. So win, win.
2: Your take was, I don't know who South Alabama's played. I don't know what their record
3: is. I don't, I don't give a, give a shit.
0: And that's, that's, my, that's my principle. Now the rationale is, I'll bet Memphis with you.
3: Well, because they got to lead athletes. <laughs> <laughs> here
1: we go. I think we need to dig a little bit. Um, it, the line's 28 now, so I think that kind of tempers it a little bit. What do you guys think? With it being a 28. I love I it know.
3: at 37.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah. Uh, here, I know. I want to pump the brakes on it. Let's just hold off on that. I think we've got two other ones I liked a lot. There. You just Jill. said
0: it was your favorite game on the slate.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. but. Uh, I want to be able to balance this. I don't. You bet Memphis one time last year. They lost, and literally you cursed them for like three straight pods.
0: Yeah, but I'll, you don't understand. I'm going to ram that Navy win down your throat for the rest of the season. So I'll be good.
1: <laughs> I got a pretty good idea. All right, so we got Eastern Michigan plus ten and a half, Iowa State minus eighteen and a half, Wake plus eight, Clemson minus sixteen and a half, TCU minus two and a half, Kentucky plus ten. Uh, we are taking Tennessee plus five. Yeah, Correct. Did, did we decide on the Georgia, mizzou game? Did let's I split that? the Georgia mizzou game. I think
2: that's what we were comfortable okay, so, with, right?
1: So we're, we're going to lay 14.5, and a half or we're going to take the over 64.5, I believe. Yep. All right. Anything to end the pod here, guys?
2: I mean, yeah. it's time. It's time, literally, to go week. 7 and 2.
0: Yeah, we need a big week.
2: I'm tired of this bullshit. I got mortgage to pay. Nader's got a diaper
3: to wear it's I
2: to thought wear. you
0: bought your cat Your, your house straight cash
3: Dude I, I'm living in a rental property right now With plumbing issues I gotta get out of here So I gotta get a hot ticket <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Alright well,
2: fellas
1: we'll, 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 we'll close on that So for uh, Nick Shill, Sean Z, Farkey, Memphis Mac Good luck on your week 4 picks We'll see you next week
0: Later He's Later. off Later. The freaky tales. These are the tales that I tell so well. You don't like my dirty raps.